Pipes house we are so glad that you back come on in take your shoes off don't put your feet uh your shoes on my carpet sit on down and, and let's talk we're let's your talk <laughs> we're your host lady t and hype hi super and, sauce time baby yeah and we're here to uh to entertain and to chit chat about all things sports right yeah we got the sports tea mm, the sports tea gotcha all right, so we're going to start this thing off. Um, let's start tonight by talking about a team and a player that, once again, is taking the NBA by storm. Everybody talking about it, and they have a right to talk about it. Let's talk about Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Okay, my dad's favorite team since forever. <laughs> so uh, two, days, two days ago, they ran all up and through Atlanta, right? They beat them. What was the score? I think it was 127-113. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. You got it. Yeah, and um, Curry dropped the 50-piece, right? His career 10th, and um, the first person to do it this season, like in all of NBA. Sheesh. Right, so he did 50 points. I mean, just to tell you the whole thing, 50 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists, um, 3 steals, and 1 block on fire, right? He was a hot boy. Wow. Okay, so, but the whole team is next level, right? They're all doing good. Uh, doing good. Poole had about 16 points. Wiggins had 13 points. It's all good. And this is, what, five games in a row that they've won. What's the record? You know the record? I don't know the record. But anyway, I just know they've won five. Eight and one. Eight and one. Like, wow. Okay. So, um, let's talk about it. Is it Curry? Is it the team's chemistry? What is it? Like, why are they just killing it right now? And what do you see in their future? Like, where do you think this season's going to be for them? Okay, let me give you my inner Cleo. Your inner Cleo? Yeah. Look into your crystal ball. <laughs> I wish, see, nah, you, nah, you nah, talked nah, about my sound nah, effects. Wait, I wish I had Wait, yourself. but if my head was bald, you probably could rub it. Yeah. And, and I can tell you everything. You. Right, right, right. But don't, don't do the ball. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I ain't ready for the Michael Jordan. I still <laughs> like my little piece at the top, baby. Okay, but, okay, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but um, Curry, Curry just taking over this year. So it's Curry. Yeah, I think Curry had a chip on his shoulder last oh, year. Why? Last year in the playoffs, you know, they didn't really make the playoffs, really. Right. Well, yeah. So they was, was they was in a play-in game, so they didn't make it. So right. He, it's almost like the Golden State feels like they're the redeemed team, right? Uh -huh. So he coming in with all his energy and right. Steve Kerr letting him just Why do his not? thing. He letting him he letting him go like a pit bull off the leash. Right. And he's biting oh, okay. whoever come in a gym. <laughs> and he's not playing and he's a great leader. Yeah. You you probably wouldn't see him leading. No, but I can see he's a great leader, especially having somebody like Draymond on his team, yeah. which is a born leader. Right, and right. you playing with him so many years, you kind of it kind of rubs off on you. Right, right. And you become that kind of a leader somewhat in your own way mm -hmm. yourself. So mm -hmm. they just seeing his preparation. See, Curry has that preparation. Yeah. When he comes in, he shoots a thousand shots. And yeah, I was shoots, reading an article just, about you know, his workout, like his offseason workout. Yeah, it's crazy. And it is intense. It's crazy. Yes, yeah. So, so I think he's though, just. Yeah, those young players, uh, they just they feed off his energy. So when he come in and he getting to work at five in the morning, six in the morning, mm -hmm. them dudes coming in and like, man, let me practice with you, let me get in there with you. So that's just team chemistry. They go out there. He, I think he said something about they go out to eat and talk and hang out, and they like brothers. Oh, so wow. when you have that kind of chemistry, and of course, I hope they wearing their masks out brothering, but that's cool <laughs> that they hang out 
uh, the Mash Brothers. Yeah. So not the Splash Brothers, the Mash Brothers, brothers. cause oh, Clay ain't back yet. But oh, you yeah, know, yeah. then they doing that without him. So I mean, when he comes back, it's gonna be killer. That's what Stephen A was talking about. Like, man, when he come back, they're gonna be unstoppable. Now you heard JJ Reddick was like, "That's just irresponsible for him to say that this far in the season that they're gonna be that good." Like, he, I don't know why JJ said that. I don't know what he had. What did he say? He said it's irresponsible for Stephen A to say that the Warriors are unstoppable at this point in the season. Kind of are. Yeah, I was surprised by JJ. I feel like that was a little hate, a little shade. I was like, okay. Did, uh, JJ, they, JJ, they should have picked you up in free agency if that's what you wanted. Did they tell <laughs> he should just go say, I should be on that team. I wanted to be on your team. That's fine, JJ. <laughs> that's fine, JJ. I don't think that's what he it's, said. JJ, but... it's always a girl we wanted to date, <laughs> but we could never get her. Those grapes was probably sour anyway. It don't matter if you change your haircut. If your outfit looks a little bit better, mm. she just like the bad boy. Mm. That's cool. But I can't hate on player. Right. Player you didn't gonna know do he it. said that, you huh? Know? You, so you didn't cool. know that he said that. No, huh? I ain't know he said it. But JJ, I would never think. Yeah. Because well, JJ is kind of laid back, do his own thing, and got his own little podcast going, right. and it's awesome, too. I just don't know why he would say something like that, but he said it. No, that's not really his character. He's kind of a cool dude, so I don't, I don't know. I ain't trying to throw no Maybe. mess in there. I know, no, no, I know. Yeah. we were just talking about curry. Yeah, a little mess, but it's cool. But that's JJ, so JJ been in the league a long time. He could say a little something. Right, that's If true. that's how you feel, that's how you feel. <laughs> Bet, my boy. Bet. Okay, got you. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Because, you know, we were too long last time, so we got to, like, keep it moving this time, okay? Okay. All right, so next we're going to talk about quarterbacks. Okay, so at the beginning of the season, there were a few quarterbacks that analysts were predicting would be killing this season, right? Like, I mean, just knocking other people out the water. Um, some of these QB, QBs, you, others might say were too hyped up, but some were like, no, we, I mean, statistically, they were going to be at it this season, right? Right. But here we are approaching week 10, and they're kind of struggling, okay? And um, they're not all that they maybe were cracked up to be. Yeah, they kind of hyped them up, literally. Hype, <laughs> you know. How you threw that in there? But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I threw it. But well, let me let's let's talk about a few. Okay, let's go down the list. Okay, first let's talk about Buffalo and Josh Allen. Go get them. What you got to say, hype? Josh Allen. Josh Allen came in with a vengeance, man. He came in busting people up, mm-hmm. bringing the noise team was doing good had a big win on opening week he looked at like a they kind of had him uh in the lead for the mvp you know preseason they had him ranked first for just to win the mvp so they was looking for him just to have a breakout mvp season right. and he kind of started off fast doing this thing yeah passing the ball around making plays himself because he's very athletic but mm-hmm. as the weeks went along and time went along he's starting to went you know go back down come back down to earth he kind of was shooting past everybody with right. his athleticism and his right. playmaking. So he's come back down and the team hasn't been playing as well because he hasn't been playing as well. So I don't know, man. I just think Josh Allen just need to is? probably putting pressure on himself okay. to do too much. Okay. But you got people around you that can make plays, but I think he's just trying to put it on his shoulder. It's cool to be LeBron sometimes, man. Right, right, right. But sometimes use your people. Okay. 
just because you want to be that the, take his problem? he wants to be the MVP. Right. I get it. Uh-huh. Everybody's saying it. Mm-hmm. Your parents probably saying it. Your mm-hmm. friends probably saying it. And family. Mm-hmm. But you the one out there. So you got to settle in, settle down, get the troops ready and get the dub and go ahead and eat it like Jameis. But you got to get the dub first. But right. he's been playing good from the beginning, but I think he'll shoot back in. But on that the back record end. is still good, right? I mean, yeah. none of these quarterbacks have bad records. It's no, just, they just have ridiculous losses. Oh, OK. I see so, what you're saying. You know. OK. All right. Well, then let's talk about Justin uh, Herbert and the uh, Chargers. Same thing. He's really? awesome. Those two, the I think those two have the most talent out of all the quarterbacks under twenty five. Oh, okay. I'll say twenty six. Okay, they have the most talent, but they're just not ready for the big moments. Really? When the big moments happen, they look twenty. <laughs> but I would want them to still look twenty five. But they have those moments. So for Justin Herbert, he came in, Blazing. man, right? That was the one of the. They didn't when he was drafted. They didn't have him as high. As being a breakout player like that, a first-round talent to just take over the NFL. But when he came in, the people that were picked before him, he literally outplayed them so bad to where every team was just biting their tongue like, dang, why we ain't say nothing? Man, why we didn't pick him? So when you go on the draft now, man, you got to make sure you look and study tape because these dudes can play. I don't care where they play at. They can play. So the big names really get the recognition, but... That dude came in blazing, but the start of the season, him too, they had some big wins over some playoff teams. Mm-hmm. And then the weeks went along again and back down to earth, same thing. So I don't know what it is. I think it's just growing pains. Oh, okay. I think it's just growing pain. Okay. But they're intelligent. They're good players. So they'll be able to jump past it, get back in the groove, and get that thing smoking again. Okay, well, let's switch so. to somebody that's a little bit more senior, Matthew Stafford. With the Rams. Yeah, he is senior. <laughs> uh, I'm talking Just about senior, senior, not junior. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Stafford just changed the scenery. Yeah. Changed the scenery. He went to the Rams. You know what it is? It's, and the Rams are doing good. It's McVay. Oh. McVay has an energetic spirit. Mm-hmm. The coach. He runs around. He laughs. He jokes. He has great plays. He remind me of he remind me of a young Sean Payton. I know. I was about to say so, everybody compares him. So Matthew so, Stafford knows when he gets to that offense, he'll be able to sling the ball around, do what he wants to do. Right. Go in his bag. He'll get. He can get in his bag. Okay. He can go to the park and cross over six or seven people. Go to the rim and don't have to say nothing and make the bucket and look back like, yeah, right. I'm like that. <laughs> in this offense, he can feel like that. But right. when he was in Detroit, he couldn't do that. Right. It was like, man, I'm. Just scratching the surface, right. but I can't get over the hill. Right. What do I need to do? Where the coach is at? I have some players, but I don't have no offensive coordinator. Them are very, very, very important to have an offensive-minded coach that's really good. So, that so boy, why is he? Why do you put him down so, as one of the quarterbacks that's struggling right now? So the offense is going well. He's uh-huh. there. They're making plays. He he looks like the first pick, the fourth coming of Jesus. Right, right. When right. he's in, you know, the, right. with the Rams, but now. They've had big losses. And the offense, people are starting to understand the losses. Like they understand where the offense is going, so they'll take that away. They understand whatever they're doing, the other opposing team's defense caught up. They caught up. That's what they say a lot about the Kansas City, too. Yeah, so McVay has to get more innovative and creative with the play calling. 
because it's turning basic, but it was explosive at first. So once he now, do if that, he's a real Sean Payton, and he'd be good at that because uh, Sean Payton. Oh man, Sean. Stay innovative. Yeah, Sean Payton go from tennis shoes to penny loafers. <laughs> yeah, he can wait, wait, wait. He can dress up a play in the penny loafers, uh-huh. but bring out the tennis shoes to run in them to make the play. He's nice. Okay, I got you. He's nice like white rice. Do you hear me? I hear so, you. So <laughs> <laughs> if McVay gets that creative mind and know he has a gun, a, a bullet in the holster with uh, Matthew Stafford, of course he let golf go. But Matthew Stafford, he they struggling right now. So they got to find their way again, find some more plays. Right, right. And, and get the ball out of his hand a little faster because he's holding it, trying to execute the plays that McVay's bringing in. So they just got to get more creative. But he cooled up. He okay. cooled. He's a good quarterback. I like, to, I like what I'm seeing. All right, well, last but not least, let's talk about with Dak, Dak oh, Prescott. Oh, with Dak. I think you have him on this list, um, but he was hurt. And I think they put him back in the game too soon. Yeah. So I think that's the the bulk of his. Think that's, so? I think that's his struggles. But obviously, you look at me like I'm crazy. No. So what I mean, do you think? That's, that's what you think. Time off does hurt. Right. But putting them back too soon, sometimes you got to play to get the rust off. Okay, you are, you're always like that. Yeah, you always talk about how they, when somebody you gotta, gets hurt, it's just. You got to put them in and let them work it off. Just as well as me going, play, not playing ball for a while, and I go, you know, to the park and work out by myself or just go work out, and I get that workout, but I'm rusty, so I'm missing, I'm Missing assignments. I can't guard nobody. I can mission jump shots, missing layups. But eventually, as I go two or three times, or maybe two, maybe the second time, I can start getting that rhythm back and rolling. So Yeah, but it's also about not wanting to re-injure or make an injury worse. Then you never will be the same if you always had that mindset. Oh. So your mind has saying. to be, I'm not feeling nothing. I got to be who I was and what I am. And if you feel like I'm going to play through the, through the injury and – Teeter and jump. You then, then I'll I'll take your advice. Just sit on the side, cause mentally you're not ready. Okay. If you're gonna go out there and think about injury, okay. So you know. So that's what you. But so I think when, when he went back in, mm-hmm. it was so much pressure on him to win because the backup had won. So oh, now yeah. you have to come oh, in. Uh, what is it? Um, don't rush, Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush came in that don't. Yeah, he didn't put it there. Uh, Shannon Sharp was talking about they gonna have some controversy. Yeah, he came in and Skip was like, "Oh, they maybe they should put Cooper Rush back." Yeah, it was real. So you know, oh, wow. that's because of. I don't he, think it's gonna be like that, but they pay they pay they pay with uh, with that too much money. Too much. He he broke he the bank on that. So right, <laughs> but he came back in and he just couldn't with enough energy. He wasn't there. That's cool. Knock some rust off. Take that L. I don't think he'll play more bad no more. But that's how it be. Sometimes you go in, you just don't have it. Any of these other mm-hmm. quarterbacks you see, you st- are you seeing? Are you saying they're gonna steadily decline? No, no, I see them bouncing back. They're too good to steady decline. It's just that they're, they're too they're shaking good. They're just right having now. a moment. Yeah, they're, they're having a moment. moment. Okay, they're just having a moment. But uh, the back end of the season, I see all of them really coming in and doing what they usually do. So it's gonna be exciting to see what's going on with it and flicking the TV and catching everybody doing their thing. But it's gonna be tough because I see uh, Mahomes back doing some of these boys. Oh, yeah. And then I see Russell Wilson; he'll sneak up on you too. Mm-hmm. So they gotta get back to it quick before mm-hmm. these little uh, these always animals come back out in the woods and. 
start showing you kings of the jungle who's really running it. So they better get a head start because they gonna these other boys gonna show up. Believe right. me, they gonna show up. Okay, so let's switch gears again. Um, it's kind of this kind of piggyback something we talked about um, last week about uh, old school basketball coming back. Yo, we're gonna talk about Dame. No Dame time during game time. Okay, Damon Lillard. He's he's struggling. Struggling. I'm struggling talking. Um. <laughs> That's all right. I got to struggle and I got it. I got it. I got that. All right. Anyway, so after Portland lost to the Clippers, um, Dame was quoted saying, the way this game is being officiated is unacceptable. So, um, okay, to put it in perspective, let's, let's, let me give you these, this little stats right quick. Last season, uh, Dame averaged 7.2 free throw attempts a game. This year, he averaged 3.2 so far. Okay? So, um, it's almost like he was saying, that's why I struggled this game. It's because the officials just are not getting it right. They're not calling, you know? Right. And um, honestly... I, it's not the uncalled files, okay? We all know it's not that, okay? Yeah, right. um, a lot of, you know, a lot of analysts, a lot of people are saying, um, you don't play no D, dang. And you never, he, he wasn't that good at playing D. But now it's showing because they're not calling all that craziness that you do, yeah. right? And so you're not getting your, uh, your calls. And then when it's time for you to play your D, you never did it and now you're not doing it and now you're not at the free throw line, like talking about, you know? So... That's not the problem. We know that's not the problem. He just, he, you know, he feeling a little hurt. His feelings hurt, and he talking about that, right? So you tell me, what's the problem? What's going wrong with Dane? Why is he struggling? Well, first and foremost, I think, uh, I think Dane, he's, um, I don't know. I just, hmm, I think he's frustrated. He had a long off season. Mm-hmm. Um, coach Chauncey Billups, his new coach, mm-hmm. had some legal issues, and I don't think Dane was a hundred percent on board with them he hiring the coach. Choice, I think I talked to you about that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. during the off season a little bit with Dame and the coach. Right. I think we had a little conversation about that, but I don't think he's fully comfortable mm-hmm. yet with that. So, in his brain, in his head, he's out there playing. But does he really want to play for the coach? Oh. So I don't know if it's messing with his game because he's hasn't he's having looked at like nothing dang, no kind of dang. So how long when was this coach hired? Uh in the offseason. This is first season. This is first season. Yeah. Now I was reading an article that says he's been declining for a while, for like at least two years. Do you Dane? think that's true? Yeah. No. I don't think that's true. Nah, that's a negative statement. I don't think that's but, true. No, he hasn't. He's been he's been really consistent to me. I thought so too. I, I don't know. Now 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 better. I don't know as he gotten better, but he stayed the course. He just stayed the course. He he stayed you know even kill. Right. So he's been doing his thing. I so. mean, despite this game, would you say that he was struggling this year? Yeah, he's struggling from yeah. the start of the season. He's been struggling. I haven't heard much about it. So CJ McCullen almost took over like. I'm number one. You're number two now. He's oh. not saying it, but the way he's playing, CJ McCullen is kind of taking the reins oh. and saying, okay, I'll take over if you can't do it. Cool. Which that's his counterpart. So right. he's supposed to he's supposed take to over that. the right. team if I'm struggling. So CJ's been doing that. And I mean, when Dame had that four point game, uh, 
four points. Four points. Yeah, I know. That, I, I read about that, that was tough. And, but he did bounce back against the Clippers and have 27. So I really, I really, really, uh, I was excited for him just to have that because, man, I know in his in his heart, he wants to give 100% to his team. Right. But mentally, if you're not there, man, and you're not comfortable, it's kind of tough. Right. But I know Dame always wear that watch. Because <laughs> you know it's going to be time when it's time. So right. as long as he, I think he'll, another, uh, kind of going back to the NFL, he's having a rough patch. But I wouldn't count Portland out. Because mm-hmm. on the back end, I think they're going to make a push. And once Dame gets going, it kind of helps the other players too on his team right. kind of get some chemistry because he's struggling. Right. That'll make them better when he gets it back going. Right. So I don't know. I just think he'll get it. Dame time all he like I say he wears watching when he look at it, you know you're in trouble. But I'm cool with him right now. <laughs> I, I totally mean, that's, agree. That, that's, I think you know. that he is just a little shaky right now, but I really think he's gonna bounce back. He'll once click you, once you get the once you get the coaching staff and. And just say, I'm just focused on my team. I'm just going to do my thing. I ain't worried about the, the coaches and nobody else. I just want to help my fellows and get them to the playoffs and make some noise. Then he'll be okay. Right. He'll be all right. I just think he's in his head. So. Do you think he's a big flopper? You no, I don't even know why he said that. He said that because of frustration because he can't. do. They the, showed a clip from the game he that never, he completely flopped. And he he never played like that. That ain't so even his game. you don't think he a flopper? No. What he – now he <laughs> – Coming off screens on the three point line, he does make you run into him. But he does it. It's the craft. Yeah, yeah. That, it, and then I mean, it's, that's part of the game. It's almost like he runs so fast and the defender's running behind him full speed and he catch the ball and stop. Like mm. he's shooting and they run into him. That's the only time I but really I see him flop. I don't see him as a but as a LeBron. No, as far as going to the rim and doing he don't uh, flop. Harden, that's I what see that. I think it's just frustration because he's not making shots. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to create something to get free throws to get a rhythm. Yeah. Because he's out of rhythm. That's all. Twitter had reported the quote that he said, and there was just a lot of people under there saying, no. you know, you, you, you the reason you do. And I'm like, he's not one of no, them. No, he's never been step. He never been missed a step back. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know who that I is? Agree. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways, okay, so we bringing it back. Oh, three down the game, right? Let's but go. Uh, so basically, just to remind you the rules, I'm gonna give you a phrase, a quote, a question, whatever it may be. You have to answer it in only three words. Okay. Now I'm gonna give you, if you really want to like elaborate a little bit, I'll give you a few seconds to elaborate. But the game is oh three down, so you three. You really need to give me the three. Oh three down. Yes, in honor of our boo boo three. Okay. He ain't but two, but. But he's the third. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So the first one is Canelo makes it to the top. Three words. Great, great fighter. Mm. I would say very, very predictable. Huh. I thought so. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know much about it, but just reading up on it, I felt like he was going to do it. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I say he's great, because no other Mexican has done what he's done. Oh, that's amazing. So ever. And they had it's a million Mexicans that's been in boxing. Right. None of them has eclipsed what he's done. Oh, wow. I even got close for for him to do that. It's amazing. Man, that's he. 
And it was funny because while I was watching the fight, the Mexicans, the, they just took over. Mexico took over. Mexico, Mexico. That's all you could hear. I mean, the United States, Jesus, we need help. Because them people came, you, you know, they came, they came like they be in the Honda Civic. You may be having 20 of them in the Honda Civic. Stop it. So they came like that. Stop it. And they get, they look, they got his back. We got to get in, baby. <laughs> we got to get it in. I didn't like, I was like, man. All right. The next one is Mac Jones twists Brian Burns ankle. You seen it. We all seen it. We all talking about it. Three words. Mac Jones. Really? <laughs> that shit really? Mac Jones, really. So it was a dirty play. Yeah. Mac Jones, I think they have some history. Yes, they talked about that. So he wanted to make sure he felt him. Mm. Literally. Mm. So Mac Jones had a WWE moment. That's okay. <laughs> if he wanted to feel like That's he. That's not okay, though. It's not, but if he wanted to feel like he was a rock, I get it. Right. But sometimes, I'm going to be honest. When they sack them quarterbacks, mm -hmm. they'll grab their neck, they'll ring them and throw them down, they'll fall on top Even of them and elbow them. Yeah, now I'm just saying the defenders, yeah. they do that right. to quarterbacks. They get a little nasty on them sometimes. Right. They do, but I don't like the way he grabbed his ankle and kind of turned it to yeah. break it. Yeah. That was like extra, really extra. Yeah. yeah. So if you, you don't end my career on something like that, we can beef, we can play hard, I can hit you hard, and you right. can retaliate, but don't try to. You, say, you know, yeah. in my career and, and, and take my funds out of my pocket, which I'm working hard for. So I don't, I, don't, I don't get down with that. But I mean, the get back is cool. Right. Hell, we if we beef in the game better. Right. Right. OK. Uh, next one is Scottie Pippen throwing shots or shade at Jordan's flu game. That's funny. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> No, that's not it. Okay, what's your three words? The last dance. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, so he taking shots at the last dance because, you know, he's coming out with his new book. Of course. And he's just trying to, I think he's just trying to rile people up. But, I mean, in your opinion, which one, a herniated disc or a flu? Which one's harder to play through? Both. Oh, I, I don't think it's... it's it, I've tried to play with a, a a a light a light a light sharp pain in my lower back. No, no can't move. <laughs> no, bend over five or ten minutes on the side. You can't move. Right. So for him to play with a herniated disc in his back, man, that that tell real talk. You can't really run so at all. Is it worse than so the so then I've also played with the flu. Same thing. Hell, you don't have no energy at all. Yeah. And you don't have Gatorade every five seconds or some electrolytes every five seconds. You're out there for 20 or 30 minutes playing ball. Right. So for MJ to just be out there like that, going that hard and almost scoring 40 points, you're different. You're different. So uh, that's the same to me. Ain't no different. That's the same because, I mean, hell, the, the flu, that's your body. Yeah. If your body not together, it's just a multiple system yeah. just kind of crashing. Uh, man, that's tough. So I mean, okay. I both. All right. Next one is CJ and Quan on Twitter begging for Odell. CJ and Quan begging for Odell. Yeah, the Saints play 
Odell, that. come home. <laughs> okay, so I got this. I got that one from uh, from Jameis because he was saying that, you know, our wide receivers was looking at them too. No, he reposted somebody saying, yeah. like, looking at the wide receivers, like, why are you begging so hard for for Odell? Why are we begging so hard for Odell? Odell's not what he used to be, uh -huh. but Odell's better than what we have. <laughs> I'm just being real. Oh. I'm going to be real. Okay. We have a lot of parquet butter catchers. Okay. Yeah. Hit their hands and slap off their hands. <laughs> and I can't stand it, man, because Trevor Simeon made some good throws. Right, right, right. I mean, they say, oh, he I just basic, he's doing a little something, but he made some big throws and we just didn't bring it in. So it made him look less accurate but he actually got the ball to where it's supposed to go so i can't blame him but yeah he's better than what we have so it's no secret the offense needs some help and then sean payton sean payton is a, a offensive innovator creative very creative with mm -hmm. getting whoever's the one receiver mm -hmm. he's going to get you the ball mm -hmm. odell knows that of mm -hmm. course odell's from new orleans he want to come home cool that's why i say come home cool but he uh, say he wants to. But he also knows the offensive coordinator and head coach going to have your back. Right. He know that. And then he knows Sean Payton going to get me the ball. But do we want him in the locker room? Yeah. Sean Payton, uh, again, the coach. Mm -hmm. Sean Payton don't put up with that. Right. Antonio Brown came in to come to the Saints. Right. And he came in with his cameras. And Sean Payton said, we good. You can go ahead and leave back out the door. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't. Oh, so bye, right. bye, player, with your cameras. <laughs> right. See you later. Right. And he kind of was like, dang, nah, I told you no cameras. Right. So, so he don't play. Oh, no. So Odell already know I'm going to a tougher environment. It's a brotherhood. It's the same way with Golden State, the the, the Saints have in their locker room. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like brothers. They get along. Them dudes probably hang out all the time. You can tell they, they love each other and their family. You can tell just mm -hmm. looking at the Saints and the huddles and you know, going online and YouTube and checking them out at practice and them dapping down and just hanging out. So Odell needs that. I don't right. think Odell never had a brotherhood locker room like that. And then he's from here, so it makes it easy for him to just get comfortable. Right. But I think he should come. And and that the the stuff he has already gone for himself. He can come here and just, you know, put that on the field for them Saints and we can get some more dubs. Okay. All right, and last but not least, Joker retaliates against Morris. Three words. Big Bad Wolf. <laughs> Big Bad Wolf. Okay, you know what? So I'm going to spin this around. I'm going to add a little something extra to this. So that last one, I'm going to do my two cents. I know last week, no, the first week you did your two cents. And I'm going to do my two cents about this. Well, go ahead. Because I'm hyped up about this whole situation. Literally. <laughs> very hyped up let me tell you something Love it. we know that the morris brothers both of them play very aggressive you know my little term i like to use spicy okay they both real spicy <laughs> okay yeah, they real popeyes <laughs> on the court but you don't know joker you see him running up and down the court you play with me but you don't know me okay you put your hands on me first and he got you back. Like, it's simple like that. Because, I mean, the other Morris, uh, the other Morris brother tweeted, 
Oh, you got my brother when his back was turned. No, if your brother was big and bad, he would have pushed him and stood there and looked at him, right? No, he walked off like he ain't about to do nothing. Joker said, no, you don't know me. Okay, so I think like, uh, what's his name said? One bad play deserves another. You're right. You know, you LeMay. You're right. You LeMay, my mama used to say, uh, two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. But if somebody hits you, you better hit them back. <laughs> so I just think that you guys, <laughs> I think that they're very aggressive. We know that both Morris's play aggressive. Your mama a fighter. Yeah. And everybody quick to say Joker could have hurt him. His head bounced because of whatever. He could have hurt Joker. He was yeah. in mid shot. Yeah. And hit him in the abdomen. In, the, in my special place. <laughs> Hit that man almost in the special place. Right. You man. don't think he could have got hurt? A, a lot of ways. Right. On the court, off the court. And I mean, man. I mean, think about this. If this was, if we were in the streets. <laughs> oh, screw. In, in the streets. Okay. And it was a fight. Okay. And you started a fight and you lost. Who, who, who about to look at you crazy? Who about to be mad at the person that beat you up? You started the fight. And when the cops come, everybody go to jail. Like everybody got suspended, everybody got they whatever, got but, ejected, and everything else. But this was this was the funny thing about it, right? The Mars twins always been Debo. Always. They always been Debo from the movie Friday. They always right. been Debo. Right. Now they what he they are they are around the league, right. but they're in the, like Debo's in the neighborhood, right. taking change, taking bikes, <laughs> hitting people across the head, okay. and not saying nothing, but. And but Joker said, Joker turned to Craig. It came a day we when did. he did something and Craig wasn't having it, right. which is Joker. Not today. I'm tired of y'all pushing me. I'm tired of y'all hurting I mean, me. Is there a history of I'm him being pushed? It's a history of him not retaliating because he gets under your skin because he's out playing them. So they get frustrated and try to foul him hard. And he kind of smiles and he used to walk off and just laugh. And he gets under their skin. But well, he ain't walk off this time. It's not his fault. That's because he got to them. Uh, Yeah, they went down there to his, his uh, super season down there at the bottom. You can't mess with a man's <laughs> super season. You can't do that. You got too close, player. So I think Joker was like, hold up. I got to have kids, man. Mm. Now I'm finna whoop you. So he I walked just, off and... and even press conference afterwards he said somebody showed him the video he saw his head bounce he yeah. didn't know it was that bad and he feel, he feels bad man you get tired though yeah you get tired of being bullied so, so I, I understand it I and then they're gonna get on twitter talking about man that and then did you see <laughs> did you see joker's brothers got oh, yeah. on there yeah and made a twitter yeah. account just yeah. to respond i seen that <laughs> one of them look like a rapper with tattoos all on his neck. That only like a lawyer. The, the security had to hold him <laughs> yeah, they, back from they, the sideline. Yeah, he was gonna go out there, and he, he yeah, he, yeah, he with that. So I Joker got that. some guns with him now. I see that. So his Joker's brother, the nice guy. Right. His brothers, they the real deal. I mean, I'm so. not trying to say that nobody should just purposely hurt anybody, right? But I mean, let's not put this all at Joker's door, okay? Yeah, that was too low. He went and, too low. And and and, and, and nobody and nobody did anything while his back was turned. He walked away because he was like, Psh, he not about to do anything. Joker said, "You don't know me." I had to clap with it. You don't know me. Oh. Don't come at me like that. I guess Joker clapped too. No, he. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's nice clap. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, when you're real, you gotta clap with it. Okay. You don't 
Bend your hand and clap your wrist, or you just open palm. You just open palm. (laughs) Nice. I'm not playing with you. I'm not playing with you. Nice. Anyway, take that that Joker. Open palm. (laughs) That was my two cents. Okay. Cool. I like. I just had to say something because I was, I was getting, I was buck about that. I was buck about that. Okay. All right. Last but not least, because we gotta uh, wrap this thing up. All right. We're gonna talk about these supposed. Playoff teams, and I'm using air quotes, or conference leading teams, right? In the NFL. Yeah. Okay. We got a message for them. Stop playing with these people. I should clap. I should have had to clap right there. Yeah, that poem will do it. <laughs> right. That Stop playing with these people. Okay. Right. So these teams, they, um, they're they running across teams with bad records, right? And they think, oh, it's going to be easy peasy. And they get their feelings hurt. Okay. They're forgetting. They an NFL team too. You're not out there playing high schoolers or for, college players. For sure. Right? right. Right. So and when I and it's like being ill prepared and underestimating, it becomes disastrous. And when I'm what I'm talking about is I'm talking about the Cowboys, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Bills, I'm talking about Tampa Bay against us. Uh, I'm talking about the Rams. All had defeats because I feel like they were unprepared and they underestimated who they were going against. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna let you talk about it. Hype. What you think? I, I think it's going back to what I was talking about earlier with these teams on a this high mountain and putting these quarterbacks on a pedestal and oh we're gonna get to the playoffs anyway. Doesn't matter how we play week to week, long as we win enough games to get to the playoffs. Oh, so I think they feel. come in with that mindset. Oh. oh, they're not that good. Let's just go play at a seven. Maybe we can win when they're gonna play at a twelve because they don't have a win. Right. So they go in. Man, they're too arrogant. Sometimes, and, and a lot of those teams we're talking about, a lot of those coaches are arrogant in their own way. So the team reflects coaching. So if you go in without enough energy and say, let's go beat the crap out of these dudes and keep this thing going, keep this momentum going, that's another thing I like about uh, Mike Tomlin. He's always what you call it, Mr. Spicy. Right. A.K.A. <laughs> Tomlin. But he always goes in with energy, comes out with energy, and the teams play. It don't matter who they play. They can play the varsity high school football team. They're going to play like you a real NFL team. Right, right, and right. just because his energy. So these coaches, I'm, they rub off. They really rub off and tell the teams, oh, y'all doing so good. We don't have to do that much. Y'all been playing y'all butt off. We winning all these games. And y'all go out there and keep playing. And it so makes over-hyping those them. over and, and these other coaches that's not winning, like, they're desperate. But if a coach that's winning have desperate ways, you'll never lose. You can go 17-0. 16 and 0, 14 and 3. You can do that. But these coaches come out here, man, and they pump their team up, make them feel like they didn't won the lottery mm-hmm. or won a Super Bowl already, which some of the teams have never won one. Mm-hmm. But they come in and pump them up and make them feel so. I just think they need to just pipe down, player. Mm-hmm. Pipe down, get it together, shake back. <laughs> Look, man, stop playing with them people. Because <laughs> like them people could bust you up. Them dudes get a check every two weeks, just like, like you. you. Just because yours a hundred million or yours five million a game and there's two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars a game, they playing like a five million dollar player because they want the money you getting. So you don't think they're gonna come in with the same mentality as a superstar? They feel like superstars too. They made it to the NFL. Why not? It don't matter if you're a backup or if you come off the bench. I'm in the league, so I'm just as valuable as you. So if you slip up and not putting that work in, I'm gonna outwork you. How them boys feel. I put some respect on their name. <laughs> Bird man. <laughs> oh, 
gotta get out of here. We done had way too much fun. Uh, but we appreciate you, like always. Make sure you check us out on um, Twitter. It's uh, the Hypes House on Twitter, and then on Instagram, it's the Hypes House Sports Podcast. Yes, sir. You can follow us on Apple um, Podcast. You can follow us on Spotify. I mean, just follow us everywhere. I mean, you want to know what's going on with us. You want to hear the next episode. You want to know when it's coming up. Yeah, you want that next sauce. You want that next sauce because we got it for you. Just come and we get treat it. our house guests so well. You're gonna want to be here. Don't we, y'all? Tell the truth. (laughs) Really? Well, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. We have enjoyed you thoroughly. Uh, You guys have a wonderful day. Yeah, boy. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye.